Hey, welcome to episode 46 of the radio podcast. In this episode, we chat with Delvi student Akari Ishike, who hails from Tokyo, Japan. She's one of our international students and someone we've come to know very well here at Delview with her involvement in everything our school has to offer, from her live at lunch performances as a singer and pianist to drama productions, including You're in Town the Musical, which comes out this week at the Patty Himlin Theatre. I taught Akari web design and programming at the beginning of the pandemic as she was just trying to get adjusted to life in Canada. It's still astounding to me how much grit she has to have navigated that difficult time, especially having just left her home and family almost 8,000 kilometers away in Tokyo to study in a country where she had to make new friends and learn a new language. This episode does contain sensitive content that may be triggering for individuals who have experienced or are currently experiencing mental health challenges. Akari does talk about her struggles with an eating disorder and negative thoughts she's had about her life. Please take care and prioritize your well-being while listening. For support, reach out to the mental health professionals or call the Fraser Health Crisis Line at 1-877-820-7444. That is 1-877-820-7444. They are ready to support you 24 hours, 7 days a week. Now, on with the podcast. furniture looks like it came from a Dresden fire sale. <laughs> you knew I wasn't going to leave that alone, Connie. No, no, no. <laughs> Dresden fire sale. So, Akari. Yes. How long have you been here? Oh, I, my God. I think I taught you three years ago? No. Like, I two and a half years ago, I think. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. Like, it was still a quarter system. Uh-huh. It's like a middle of pandemic. Yeah. I had like your class and your class. Yeah. Right. It was like middle of quarter I just got in because I was supposed to come here in September. Then my visa like didn't work. Um it didn't approve something. Yeah. And I end up with coming here in middle of November. I had a uh, two weeks of quarantine in my homestay. Oh, wow. I remember that, actually. Yes? Because I kept expecting you in class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she, she was on your list and yeah. she wasn't showing up. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It was it was really hard because it's just, it was really, like, I came here and I had, like, I didn't know anybody here and I <laughs> had to quarantine alone in my homestay. Oh, that's the With worst. my stranger. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. would, talk about an institutional blind spot. Like nobody thinks you uh-huh. would consider. Yeah. And yeah. yet, wow. Yeah, that would Gosh, the timing was just yeah. very also, rough. Also, the, the classes, like I didn't even think like I would be able to choose classes. I think like probably the counselor chose the classes for me. Right. And I took your computer. Yeah. Um, and your career Education? Yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a every other day, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And you had 
um, you were doing, you were designing games, I think, at that time? Yeah, like I had no, any, no knowledge about like computer. I've never used computer like Mm -hmm. before that. Mm -hmm. Like we don't use like laptop in the school in Mm -hmm. Japan. So it was really complicated. I was like, I don't know how to use this. So you come to this country for the first time. You've never been to Canada no, before, I've right? I've been here, but it was okay. like a week with my family. Right. Just a trip. So Right. Yeah. So and and your language skills weren't quite no. there yet. <laughs> so and then you had to be in quarantine. This yeah. whole pandemic thing with everything that's going on mm-hmm. and all the uncertainty. That must have been super extra stressful yeah. compared to the you know what we had to go through. Mm-hmm. I remember the first day I came to school, um, I didn't know what's going on. Like Mr. Pocock took me to um, Mr. Chupin's class mm-hmm. drama, yeah. and I was there for a day because then I think it was a mistake. So they took me to your class mm-hmm. the next day. So mm-hmm. I was. Mr. Chupin's class for a day, and I remember I couldn't hear anything what he was saying because he was talking so fast. <laughs> and I remember, I remember we yep. were watching like the documentary mm-hmm. of like um, voice acting cartoon things, and I was like, I don't, don't understand any any of yeah. these, yeah. and now I can understand what he was saying. So, isn't that amazing that you've you've only it been is. here for? Almost three years, but yeah. you've caught on, and your language skills have dramatically improved. I remember you being in my class mm-hmm. at the at the back corner, <laughs> um, and you know, a lot of times, like when I have international students, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's language skills or because because I can imagine being thrown into a class in Japan, let's say, mm-hmm. and even if I did know Japanese, not having the confidence to share my knowledge of Japanese, right? Because it's a language, speaking like a language is very much has to do with how much confidence you have in speaking it. And if you don't try it, yeah. then it's hard, right? It is. It's just so like scary to try, I guess. It's just at first it was really scary because when, when I don't understand what they're saying and I, I have to ask again, 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 and it's really like, frustrating for me so mm-hmm. well it's interesting because i i have distinct memories of i'm trying to think the assignment you produced you'd done one and i was super stoked because it was really well done really and i went over and asked you and and i thought i could be a little much because i'm pretty animated when i get going mm-hmm. and you look like why is he talking to me <laughs> 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 yeah, you had that look, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should give her some space." You know, <laughs> a little bit. You know, you're newer to the class, and like my classroom's pretty chill; like mm-hmm. it's pretty relaxed, which is kind of the appeal. But yeah, no, I I remember distinctly thinking, "Ooh, I hope Akari's good." And then <laughs> after probably a week or two, I noticed you seemed super comfortable in the class. So I was like, "Okay, this is good." But yeah, I I, yeah. I did because I went to Pocock, and I was like, <laughs> "She good?" Like, has she said anything? And he's like, "Nope, all's good." Yeah. So. I remember you gave me like a little orange, like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bribe students with candy and stuff. You know, hey, good work. Have food. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I remember you being very quiet because yeah. uh, you were just starting off, and 
language I, skills probably yeah. weren't there yet. And, and I didn't have really anyone to talk to.、Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't have、yeah. any friends. And it was a it was a small class too because of the system we were in. Yeah, and also、right? like they had a and everybody was spaced out. So yeah, you, <laughs> it was a terrible it's time. Like, don't talk to anybody. It's like. <laughs> Okay, I'm not talking to anybody. You know, it was an, it was an awful time to come here,、yeah. but you did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.、Um, so how did you how did you sign up for the program? How, what what did you what was the process in thinking about? Okay, I want to go to another country and learn from that country. Or what was your your goal and how did you get into that? Okay, it's a kind of complicated. But、um, at first, I was going to go to New Zealand at first.、Mm-hmm. For three years for、um, high school, because、um, I could have gone for a year with the school program、um, that I was used to go, but if I went with that, like I had to, they had to pay for like the school in Japan and also school in New Zealand, and it's gonna be double. So my mom suggested me to just go for three years and quit the school. The private school in Japan,、um, and then so I applied for the high school in New Zealand, and I was accepted. But then the COVID hit,、mm-hmm. and、um, the New Zealand crossed the borderline. So I was like, okay, we can't go anymore. Right. <laughs> It's just we can't go anywhere,、um, and then Australia too. It was also Australia and. Then my parents suggested me to come to Canada instead of New Zealand,、mm-hmm. and we started looking for the school district. Like we were looking, and the ch- like option was Delta or Maple Ridge、mm-hmm. or Burnaby, and like I was not sure. Like I was like. What's the difference? I was like, yeah, I don't you know chose, anything. You chose well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. It doesn't matter, you know. And、um, Delta is like closer to Vancouver than Maple Ridge, and I was like, yeah, it's better to better if I can go to Vancouver in hour. Right,、and、but like, how did you even come to like? I couldn't as a high schooler. I don't think I would have thought about going to another country. Like for、oh, so many、okay. years away from my parents and all just, of that. Yeah, that's just how I am. But how did you come to that? Okay, so at the first,、um, my sister went to New Zealand for three months. So it was just a like a one semester. It was little little thing, and she didn't even really study there. But she told me a lot of study experience at there, and that was really. Interesting to me. I was like in elementary school that time, but I was like, I'm going to New Zealand when I get in high school. That was like my dream.、Yeah. So that was all like that was being always here, like in my mind. So in your autobiography, for me, you actually talk about how supportive your parents were. Yeah, which I was really like. I thought that was pretty amazing because、yeah. I have the same question. Like. What like how do you think? Oh, hey, I'm just going to go to Canada, which <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And I've traveled a lot, and I'm、mm-hmm. like, Kung, could you put yourself out there to start? Because you know, I have memories of being in the, in as a child,、mm-hmm. being dropped into a pure French program, and I didn't speak a word of French, and I remember just feeling helpless for so long, and then one day I just realized I was speaking French. Right. So I think that's pretty brave. 
Yeah, my parents are pretty supportive. Like, they never, like, forced me to do something, but they're always like, do you want to do this? Then you can do whatever you want. So so you wanted to do it because you heard it from your sister how, mm-hmm. how fun it was or it was an adventure that you wanted to partake in. Yeah. And also I wanted to be able to speak English. Mm. That's also what was your biggest surprise for you coming here? Oh, my God. I think a lot, but one thing is um, people, like, leave the door open when they're in their room, like, sometimes, like, mm-hmm. right? And the I'm classroom? Like, no, at no. home. Okay. Um, also. And in Japan, we just close the door when we're in the room. And oh, interesting. Sometimes, I didn't know that. like, um, the homestay I was in, the for the first um, half a year, they told me like you can just leave the door open. And also, my international coordinator told us that like you should leave your door open sometimes. Like you hmm. shouldn't be stuck in your room, something like that. I was I've like, never thought of that one. <laughs> okay. Oh, I wonder if it's just in the sense of trying to for those who are the introverts to maybe make sure that they participate in the family. But you know, probably. But that's still, interesting. Yeah. yeah, never thought about that one. Yeah. Um, surprise! What? What a surprise when I came here. Mm, I think also like the school is very different. Um, it depends on the school in Japan also. But I was in a private school, and we had to take um, six classes a day. Mm-hmm. Like, and we have different schedule each day in a week. And I also had a school on Saturday. So when I came here, I was like, that's pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was also, like, stressful because when I get home and I had nothing to do. I had no friends. And like when you're kind of not busy and you think too much and it's kind of stressful sometimes. Right. So it was, yeah, something different. I've been to Japan Mm -hmm. and one surprising thing, maybe you could talk about the reverse, but how clean it was there and how people... There's no garbage cans at all to be found anywhere mm-hmm. on the street. So you're expected to carry your garbage with you and bring it home with mm-hmm. you. Um, except Disney Sea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's the first okay. time I saw garbage. I was like, wow, a luxury. <laughs> they have garbage cans here. Um, but everywhere else, no, you're supposed to take care of your own garbage. And as I understand, yeah. in schools, mm-hmm. students do the cleaning. Yep. I think that's a really good thing because they so just too. get to know, learn how to clean. Right. And I think that's it's really a life important. skill. Yeah. <laughs> and it also, it's a way to show some pride, mm-hmm. or like, like indirectly. Right. You're, you're not going to be chucking things around if you're going to be the mm-hmm. one cleaning it up. Because right? in school, like, we're the one who's like using the space. And also, like, the washroom, like, I sometimes find like really, sometimes it's really like dirty and like people just like, draw something in the washroom. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me feel like it's not yours. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And people have less of an appreciation here of that because they don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. They just leave a mess and leave. Yeah. Right? yeah. I think so. 
So that was another one that I thought、um, going to Japan, I、yeah. noticed that it being entirely different. That was yeah, I thought that too. When I came here, I found a lot of like just garbage on the random streets、mm-hmm. everywhere.、And、I was like, that shouldn't happen. Yeah,、mm-hmm. it was really sad. What part of Japan are you from? Tokyo. From、yeah. you're in the city. In the city, I mean, like it's like there's a downtown called Shibuya. Yeah. And I'm like where the crossing is. <laughs> yeah, the scramble. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really cool.、Um, and, and Genki Sushi near there as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm、um, from Meguro, which is like probably like 15 minutes by train. Yeah, so it's really close to the downtown in Tokyo. I'm like in the middle. So that must have been a, a huge change coming from. A ginormous city like that, with tons of people everywhere, lots of noise, lots、mm-hmm. of activity, and you know, it was re- really exciting for me going there from here、mm-hmm. because it was like, wow, your 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 <laughs> eyes are just wandering all the time. This these huge、uh, department stores and things like that, where it's、mm-hmm. like several stories and they sell everything in the world. <laughs> is、yeah. that the department store, right? Yeah.、Um, so. It must have felt really quiet here, <laughs> like really, really quiet. Yeah, kind of. And also, like everything is huge here. Like, like the street is like wider,、mm-hmm. and like all the houses have like a girl, like the backyards. Backyard in Tokyo, no,、mm-hmm. nobody can. Yeah, there's no <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah, no, space. exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was really surprising for me too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what you take for granted, because we commented on that when my wife thought she wanted to go back to Holland, maybe work for a year. She's Dutch, and、mm-hmm. we realized that everyone sits on top of one another, so you, you lose the privacy. And she really struggled with it her first her、uh-huh. summer back. So, what what part of Holland? Her family's from、uh, the south,、uh, Hook van Holland, so it's out、mm-hmm. of Rotterdam. Okay,、mm-hmm. but.、Uh, We had rented a place in Amsterdam, and it was like the funny story was coming out in the morning, and I was just having coffee, and it was a beautiful sunny morning, and just everything's waking up. And I had that distinct feeling somebody was watching me, and it was the guy from like three patios over standing there having coffee in his underwear reading the paper, <laughs> and he just sort of waved to me, and I was like, "Oh, nice、uh-huh. to meet you." That's so nice. <laughs> like, I always want to go to Amsterdam too. Yeah, that's, that's a fabulous really city. Pretty place. That's funny because when I when I picture the Netherlands, I, I imagine. Fields of tulips and windmills, yeah, and people biking everywhere. Yeah, it's part of the experience, <laughs> but it's quite dense in the cities. Yeah,、eh? yeah, yeah. Amsterdam's pretty pretty busy.、Okay. It's a great city. I mean, there's so much history there, right? But yeah,、mm-hmm. that was the one thing too. Was when you talk about biking,、uh, like Kern had an aunt and uncle who lived like like 200 kilometers away, and they would think nothing of just getting on their bikes and biking down. 200 kilometers. Yeah, wow. Because they didn't own a car. Yeah. Because there's complications with owning cars there just by cost. So,、mm. yeah, they must have a pretty awesome bike system there、yeah. where you can go anywhere. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do people bike in Japan? Yeah, I think so. A lot more than here. I think N- no one bike here. I don't really see people <laughs> <Yeah> . with <laughs> bicycle. Yeah, it depends on where, I guess. There's、yeah. like you see bike lanes in Richmond and Vancouver, and usually people who are biking are completely dressed up in their like sports, you know, yeah, like, sports biking. Like they just 
ride a bike as an, an exercise, but but like in Tokyo, I guess people are more like using transportation. Yeah, as a transportation. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like in in the summers, we'll bike down the Arbutus Greenway, which is this nice pathway mm -hmm. in Vancouver that takes you all the way close to downtown, which is nice. Yeah, it's um, a beautiful ride too. Yeah, it's a really yeah. nice ride. Yeah. But it's biking for fun. It's not really. I wouldn't <laughs> bike to school. Oh, I know yeah. Mr. Lobman bikes to school. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. But I don't think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think in Tokyo, people. Like I mean, people has um, have cars, but people even don't need cars. Like we can go everywhere. Like if you live in Tokyo, you can go everywhere mm -hmm. by train. It's like the transportation is really complicated, and I mean it's complicated, but you can go everywhere. So yeah, I thought I thought it was really well organized. It was complicated. There's mm -hmm. a lot of lines. Not like here where there's like. Two lines, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but and you can't go everywhere. You have to take the bus. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, in Tokyo, you could go anywhere, and you just figure out where you want to go. And it, it's, it's, there's like signs everywhere. There's like flashing yeah. signs inside the trains. Yeah, very convenient. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the big cities have that, which you know, which it'd be nice if they had it here. But we need ridership as well. We're such a car driving culture here. Yeah. 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 Everyone does. What was uh, what was your biggest adjustment coming to North America, specifically Canada? Like what was for the, you? What was the biggest adjustment that you had to that you felt like I have to like adjust? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, I think people here um, say things more clear, and I think um, that's the one thing I like changed. Like as a person, yeah. I think I became. What do you mean more like, by more clear? Like in Japan, we when we say something, um, we always like sugarcoat. Oh, like to we be kind of polite. Yeah, to mm -hmm. be polite and like we kind of like make things. I mean, complicated, but like so it's gonna be more polite and nicer. But here, like they don't really do that, and I mean. To me, that's better because, like, it's more clear and you can, like, clearly see, like, what's the problem. So it's, if you don't agree with something, yeah, speak something up. Like yeah, that. yeah. Hmm. I think so. So you've gotten used to that? Mm -hmm. You are like that as well, yourself? Yeah. So will this be an adjustment when you go back then? <laughs> yeah, also, like, um, saying no was, like, hard for me at like, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of differences in different cultures, yeah. which is why it's nice to be able to travel and you know making the decision mm -hmm. to come here to really because when you go on vacation, it's very different from if you have to live it's there, just right? So different. Like we were living out of hotels in Japan, mm -hmm. so that's all we know. Yeah. yeah. Like when you just travel for two weeks and like. You'd be like, okay, I want to live here. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. It's always different when you travel and you actually live there. It's different, yeah. We actually stayed in my mother-in-law's cousin's place okay. in uh, Shikoku. Okay. Um, uh, I forget what the town is called. 
tiny, really tiny area. Um, I forgot, but it was like a, there's only a few houses and they had like rice paddies、mm-hmm. and it was like surrounded by mountains there. And it、okay. was, it was quite, quite nice. And we,、uh, we survived a typhoon. Really? Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. Over a couple of days.、Um, and it was cool living、mm-hmm. with, with people at their house because that was a totally different experience than you would get、yep. if you lived at a hotel because、mm-hmm. you, you eat their food, you、um, try to have conversations with them, <laughs> play games and,、mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And they, Take us out to dinner and stuff like that. And it was just neat seeing how they, like, he would, the cousin would go out and go fishing and, you know,、um, bring back like octopus and, and、oh, yeah. things to barbecue.、Um, <laughs> so it was really neat seeing that. And they had a couple of goats as well. Oh, wow. So it's like a countryside family.、Okay. Um, and yeah, we survived the typhoon. <laughs> which was an interesting experience. Wow. The most interesting thing, the most surprising thing,、um, surprising thing was in the morning, I remember、mm-hmm. um, after the hurricane had passed us, they had the, like the hydro company、mm-hmm. was driving around to all the houses、okay. and apologizing. Because the power was out and they hadn't fixed it yet. Wow, I've never <laughs> a, heard of that. Really? <laughs> on a、wow. loudspeaker, they were, <laughs> they were、oh、saying. My <laughs>、um, and、That's、my mother in law had to translate、mm-hmm. it because I don't understand. But they were saying,、uh, We're sorry that the power hasn't come on yet. We're trying our best to solve the problem.、Mm-hmm. Um, and they go, like going house to house with the loudspeaker on. Yeah.、And、I was、I'm- like, Wow, I can't imagine our. Like BC, BC Hydro coming <laughs> <No> . around <laughs> and doing that for us. Yeah, they always like apologize.、Uh-huh. Like when the train is late for a minute, they、yeah. would apologize、yeah. with announcements.、Yeah. It never happened in Canada. Right.、Like、it makes me really mad when the bus like goes earlier. Right. If it's late, I'm like, okay, I can wait. But like, if it's earlier, then I have to wait for another 30 minutes. It makes me really mad. Right, because you're looking at a schedule expecting it to arrive、yeah. at a certain point. And then when you get there, it's already gone. That doesn't make sense, right? It <laughs> doesn't make sense、yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the neat and tidiness and,、um, of that culture as well、mm-hmm. in Japan. Like things are done a certain, have a certain standard, right? Yeah.、Um, and I felt really safe while, while I was in Japan.、Mm-hmm. We went to a few different cities in Japan and. Always very safe and always very high standard of quality of food and、mm-hmm. everything that you, you do and get there.、Yeah. Even like their 7 Elevens, like I could live out of a 7 Eleven food that was there. <laughs> I miss 7 Eleven in Japan. It's、right. so different. It's not, it's not sugar and ice water、no. with food coloring. It is like you can actually get a meal there. Yeah. yeah. The bento box, it's like whole thing. Yeah, it,、cool. it's like if you went to a sushi restaurant here, you'd get、yeah. the same sort of stuff. I、yeah. would be、crazy. interested in this.、Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you could, you could actually live off 7 Eleven, just eating 7 Eleven <laughs> for sure. That's like my dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what do you miss most about Japan having been here for so long? Like, you've,、oh, okay. gone, you've gone back yeah, I've gone in back the summers? Twice, spring break and in the summer. Okay. Yeah. That was really cool. I mean, one thing I wish is like if we had、um, a two, like, two month break in like fall, not in the summer, that、mm-hmm. would be 
much better because in the summer it's like so humid and it's like always uncomfortable it's like uncomfortable to just go outside it's just so humid <gasps> it's yeah. yeah you mean it's too hot to go back to japan yeah, yeah. <laughs> here it's it's okay it's like, nice here yeah the temperature doesn't really um it's like same but Mm-hmm. It's just dry here and humid there. Yeah, you have to go to Ontario to get the humidity, which is right. awful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the thing I miss about Japan, of course, the food. Like, mm-hmm. it's just really good in Japan. I just, I'm Japanese and I love Japanese food. So, yeah. Like, if I want to eat Japanese food, I have to go out, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and it's always expensive. So, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite Japanese restaurant is in Richmond. Okay. At a place called um, Ichiro in Steveston. Oh, okay. Steveston. Yeah. Uh, I know that place. Yeah, he's he's got really good quality, but his prices are fair. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love Steveston. Yeah. It's really pretty price. Um, and also, like, in Japan, like, we, like, regularly take a bath. Mm-hmm. Like, with the hot water and that's what I miss because in my homestead I don't even have a like a bathtub uh-huh. so I have to take shower but like it doesn't make me motivate motivated to take shower if I can't take a bath right you know <laughs> so that's what I'm struggling with do most people have like the the big tall baths tall no. bath like no like the sparkle. just regular bath just a regular bath yeah oh, okay yeah. So my wife is Dutch and she mm-hmm. grew up with baths. And so we had, when we bought our first house, we had an okay setup, but she always complained because she's got long legs that were <laughs> a comfortable bath. Whereas her parents, you know, the Dutch are the tallest people on this planet. So her parents had this extra long tub. So when we wow. did our reno, that was the only criteria. King size bath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, the tub in the basement is amazing. Which I think I've used once, but she's in there. I can't get her out of it. Like cool, yeah, like a mini swimming pool. Yeah. Oh wow! I That's also awesome. miss a uh, onsen, like a hot spring, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's so good. It, like when I'm tired, like it, when I go there, it just makes me relax and it's. Do you so good. do the hot or do you do hot and then cold and then back to hot and back and forth? Oh, I'm not good at cold water. No? <laughs> not really. Because I'm like. No. Yeah. I've seen people go back and forth yeah. and it's supposed to be nice for your body. But yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you don't seem convinced. <laughs> it's like, stay out of the cold. I've tried that once. Actually, yeah. it wasn't in Japan. I should have gone in Japan, but uh, I remember going to one in Taiwan where okay. went in, everybody's in the nude. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you jump into the hot tub and then you jump out into the cold tub and then back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it was like splashing cold water. And I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I miss that. What is your favorite Japanese food? Okay, that's hard. Um, I like udon. It's a noodle. Mm-hmm. Like one kind of noodle with like the thick... The rice noodles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably did not know this, but Mr. Kung is a bit of an aficionado around noodles. <gasps> oh, I love ramen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I love ramen too. There are so many like ramen restaurants in Vancouver too. There's lots, but they're yeah. getting pricey too. Yeah, they are. Very pricey. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I had a lot of ramen when I was in Japan for sure. Yeah. <laughs> even after oh the God. even after the typhoon, there's a little ramen shop and mm -hmm. the man there wasn't open that day because it was just after the typhoon. Okay. Uh, he didn't have much damage to his restaurant. Maybe mm -hmm. like a, a panel was missing, okay. but he just didn't open that day. But the uh, cousin phoned him and he said, hey, we've got a crazy ramen boy here um, and he wants to eat some ramen. <laughs> so the guy opened up for us Aww. and then he served just us. Um, it's so just nice. the one guy in this one little shop. And at the end, he didn't even charge us. He's like, no, no, don't worry about it. No <laughs> way. So I was like, wow. That's so this, nice. And it was probably the best ramen I've ever had. He had like wow. seven different types of miso that he made himself. And oh my god! He was, wow, it's delicious. I yeah. love miso ramen. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and then uh, he had like oden as well for us oh to take. God. So oh we had god. some of that. It was so good. Oh my god! You're making me miss my Japanese. And I love food. ramen. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I love oden too. Yeah, it's. So they have good. that at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. In Japan. That's what I miss too. It's <laughs> I was like, so I good. can't believe this is here. It's like home cooking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So good. And, and what is your favorite um, food since you came here? Since there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> Japanese restaurants in North Delta. Uh, okay. Uh, my favorite food here? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't really like food. Oh, I mean, I like the muffin from the cafeteria. From our cafeteria? Yeah. Wow. Like when There's they're a, fresh. They have fresh muffins from our cafeteria? <laughs> yeah, like they bake bacon, like, I think mm. every day. I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't been to our cafeteria. Okay. In the 20 years that I've worked here, I've been there maybe once or twice. Yeah. I haven't gone a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> so that's your favorite food in North America, the muffins from our cafeteria. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, I don't know. Like, have you had uh, breakfast pancakes? Yeah. Have you tried that? Breakfast, like pancakes, just pancake in general. Pancakes. Well, usually it's for breakfast. Y yeah, but not my favorite food. Okay, waffles. Yeah, I like waffles. You like waffles? Yeah. Chicken and waffles? Oh, have that's that? like what they have in Japan. Chicken they, and waffles? They have like a <laughs> waffle and they have like a fried chicken on the top. Okay. And like they put maple syrup on top. And yeah, like, that's. Wow. I think that came from the States actually. Yeah. Has entered the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken okay. and waffles. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm pretty sure it's from yeah. the United States. Very yeah. much so. Okay. Yeah. Southern barbecue. Yeah, mm. probably not a Japanese thing traditionally. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but I like Japanese food better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, steak? No. <laughs> Pastas? Pizza? I like, I like pasta, yeah. Is it Canadian food? What's Canadian food? <laughs> probably well, like... The default is poutine, right? Everyone goes to that, so... French fries with gravy and cheese curd. But I don't mm. like it. <laughs> I would probably BLT. I would say is kind of Canadian burgers. Yeah, oh, burger. Okay. Yeah, I would say the least imaginative. It's not like you're getting salted cod anymore. So, mm -hmm. 
Well, I mean, BC salmon. Mm. Yeah, we're we're a whole bunch of different foods here. Mm. Um, here in North Delta, probably Indian food. Oh yeah, good Indian food here. I don't oh. like spicy food though. You're not good with spices. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even like I Japanese mean, like, curry. You know the little cubes. Um, when they're not spicy, yes. Not, not spicy curry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes okay. they're not spicy, but if it, I'm, I don't like spicy food, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, what what activities have really um, gotten you into the school culture here? Do you think? Because I see you uh, a lot in the drama studio. Okay. You're one of the drama kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was a good way to become more social with the kids here, right? Yeah. Um, Is that how you kind of started making mm-hmm. friends? I think so. Also, I mean, yeah. Um, I got in the theater company. I'm taking theater was, company. In last you started that in grade 11? Yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, when I... It was, like, uh, two years ago, they didn't even have it. Mm-hmm. They had it? I, I don't know. I but, don't, it's been running for a while, I think. Because last year sure. was, um, I I was in a City of Stranger, um, mm-hmm. the musical. And okay, so I've been doing that for two years. And yeah, it's really fun. Like I just have, when I have like something to do after school and it's really good. So being somebody, like you came here, it was you were really quiet at the start, not confident with your English. No. How did you make the leap to like being on stage and singing and, and all of that? Because yeah. that is quite a leap for somebody to make. It's crazy. I think, I mean. Was I this think, like a challenge to yourself? Like, I'm just going to do it. I think at first I was just like, not because of, not only my because of my English, it was just I was not like confident as a person and I just didn't want to like be front of everyone and like I I was not the person like who just go come up to talk to people mm-hmm. but I, now I can do that I'm like I can be friendly and like I can I like like performance doing performance in front of people so like I do live out lunch every time yeah. and it's really fun I think Mm, one thing is just um, I tried when I tried the live at lunch for the first time. Um, it was like I was playing the piano, mm-hmm. and I remember like a lot of people like came up to me, and that was amazing, mm-hmm. and that gave me a lot of confidence, and also just. I started to like be my like be myself. I was like at first I couldn't like be myself in front of people. I was just kind of hiding. Like mm-hmm. it was just I just couldn't be comfortable a lot like in front of a lot of people. I think. I think um at first also um I had I still had a um, eating disorder mm-hmm. at first like when I came here so like 
that was the one thing that I was like really insecure about myself and I didn't want it to be seen or just in general I didn't want it to I was not open because I was not confident and like I didn't think people would like like me things like that did you have an eating disorder when you were in Japan or is that did that start when you came here um I still like it started when I was in Japan mm-hmm. and it was like I don't know it was like four years ago mm-hmm. probably um the trigger was like when I started going a diet like a uh, four years ago I guess and then like I was I started to like it was like fun at first like it was like okay I'm losing my weight and people because I think in Japan people like say oh you I think you like um lost your weight or like you got like skinnier. skinnier yeah like people just comment about those things and I was happy with that like when I got those kind of comments and I got more like obsessed with like restricting calories things like that and I got really scared like if I gained my weight again people would also co- like say things like oh you got your weight again or something like that so I was really really scared so I got more and more obsessed with um those like restricting calories and like I was having a rules like not eating after 7 p.m. or something like that and that was really stressful but like even though I lost I lost like a 20 pounds it was mm. a lot because yeah. I was not like overweighted yeah. like I was like pretty much averaged weight but like I lost 20 pounds and I didn't look um, like extremely skinny so people were not really worried about me and people are not like people were like just saying oh you got really skinnier and like I was really happy with that so I think I couldn't realize that I had an eating disorder mm-hmm. because I thought like I'm eating healthy and that's um, the one thing because I had a list of things that I can eat and things that I cannot eat and I a list you made yourself yeah kind of like mm-hmm. like things like um, really fatty things or like for example like a hamburger or like I was just like restricting a lot of food so there's so much things that I cannot eat so I couldn't really like enjoy food when I see food I was like freaking out like I mm-hmm. it was just something scary to me for those years it was used to be something I it makes me excited and makes me really happy but for those years I was struggling with it was something just scary to me I didn't want it to see and I didn't want it to care about but since like I was 
losing my weight and you know my body is like I need food right so I was always thinking about the food 24-7 and then um, I started to like eat a lot like just I couldn't sometimes like it's like a binge eating mm-hmm. and I couldn't like stop eating it's like I eat until like I feel just I feel really sick, like uncomfortably full. And I just couldn't enjoy my food when I was um, eating like that. Because it's just like, it's like more like, because I feel stressed and I eat and I feel more stressed because I regret that I ate Mm. so much and that those like, cycle was continuing and I really like every day was just so painful so you've broken out of the cycle now yeah how did you what helped with that one time um um I really like I was like I don't want to live anymore and I wanted to die Mm. I really wanted to die and and then when I actually thought that like my family and my like friends like they they just like came up to my mind and I kind of like remember that like they love me like even though I'm like like they don't really care about how I look or you know what I do, and that made me feel like I, I'm loved like unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And after that, I felt like like I don't care anymore, and I can just like love myself even like love myself unconditionally. Were you in, back in Japan when that changed? No, that happened? was in Canada. That was while you were here. Yeah. It's impressive okay. because it's hard to actually get to a point where you can love yourself. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. also, like, it's it was also COVID and it was, I had no one I can talk to here. I had no mm-hmm. friends. And I could have just told my mom, I, co- I could have called my mom, but the thing was, I just didn't want to make her worry about me while she can't do anything for me. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we are in a different continent and Mm -hmm. like she can't do anything for me. So I couldn't really told my mom, um, tell my mom that like I was struggling. So that's why. And when I actually felt like I'm, I overcame that eating disorder was not when I stopped like those binge eating behavior it was when I started to talk about it mm-hmm. to like my friends or like whoever I want to and that made me feel really better because people just um, a lot of people have the same problems and they know what I felt and I feel like I'm not the only one. So that made me feel really better. And 
that's where I started to feel like I'm not like struggling with this anymore. Did it give you a sense like you had more control? Like you felt like internally? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like it's really incredible that I was like the food was in in general. It was like just so scary to me. It was terrifying. But now I can enjoy with my friends. I don't have any like fear of that. And that's incredible. Yeah. That's that's tough. It's tough for a lot of kids just yeah. being so far away from home mm-hmm. and struggling with things like that. Yeah. Like you see on the first day when Mr. Pocock brings a bunch of international students here, mm-hmm. a lot of them are having a really tough time. And a lot yeah. of them want to just go home right away, right? Um, and, and I'm sure mm-hmm. to some extent you felt the, the same way. Even yeah. <clears throat> like you had an eating dis- disorder, but even... Even without that, there's so much stress. From, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, during COVID, like, the mm-hmm. worst time possible. Yeah. Where you, you're you separated from everyone, like, physically separated. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, no, you can't get close to the people. Yeah. Um, so I imagine that was a... And you made it through that, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. As you, you should, should be. be. Um, also like I see a lot of international students like struggling just just because like they get into the new environment and it's tough right so or it's not how they dreamed it to Mm -hmm. be right yeah Um, also yeah I can imagine that because I remember going on a trip to Cuba with my Mm -hmm. friend and went backpacking around Cuba and as soon as we landed okay and we landed in Havana and it was like a blackout, which they frequently have in Havana. Oh, wow. So no lights anywhere. Landed on the plane. Getting out of the plane, there were soldiers standing by the door with machine guns. <laughs> um, oh people staring us down and checking our passports. And then got out of the airport. And then we had to haggle for a taxi ride. So I had to, you know, negotiate mm-hmm. for the amount to take us to our hotel and then finding out that our hotel was not as nice as we pictured it. Mm. Um, all of that really, st- like I was okay. I was like, Oh, this is different. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. But my friend took it really hard. He, he's from the Philippines in Manila and he was like, Oh, I didn't expect it to be like the Philippines. And he had a really stressful time that those first few days, mm-hmm. but I can imagine like coming here as a student, as a kid, right? And not feeling like you have all the confidence in the world and then being put into programs and trying to find your way around the school. Um, What do you think kids who come here in the international program, what is one thing that we could do better for those kids who are struggling? And everybody's struggling to some extent, Mm -hmm. right? Even even if we have like a, an orientation telling people what to do, sometimes that's not quite enough, I think. Yeah, um, I think um, in general, just to talk about it, make it better because like people just struggle a lot. Um, you know, they're in a homestay, they're living with like completely mm-hmm. stranger. They have never met before they just got in completely different environment like different school on um, different country 
and it's really tough. Like especially when I see like a st- international students in like grade nine, I'm like, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we should be talking about this more, so like they can feel like they can talk about those problems, and yeah, um, and also like we have an uh, international coordinator. I don't feel like people are actually talk to them about their problems here. Mm. And I don't, yeah, I think. It's hard, right? Like you, if you're here for the first time and you, even if you know that's the person to talk to, you're not necessarily going to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah and I think it's this, you know, we're trying to apply a cookie cutter approach so that the many can, like, yeah. how do you put normalcy to it when every house, I'm sure, homestay is different, right? Right. Yeah. That you yeah. can't control. Yeah. I mean, you hope people do it for and the And you have right to reasons. keep your door open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? Yeah. I don't know. I've heard that for the first day I came here. I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> but there's lots of kids from lots of different cultures. And yeah. it's hard to figure out who understands mm-hmm. what. And, like, even being in somebody's homestay... On the first day, you'll learn so much about wh- yeah. why is this going on? Why is this happening? What am I doing wrong? Right? Yeah. 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 I love the the walking down the hallway and you see the international students all hanging out together, uh-huh. and they're in little pockets and they've created their friendships and this is their safe spot. And then you see some of the other kids trying to engage with them. It's nice to see like mm-hmm. once it once it works. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think after some time. They everybody figures it out because humans are adaptable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that beginning part is rough. Yeah, I got used to it <laughs> finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been here for a few years now, mm-hmm. and um, what what are your future plans? What's my future plan? Yeah. Okay, that's a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for university, um, I would go back to Japan uh-huh. and study for university because, um, I was thinking to go to university here, but I was like, I want to go back to Japan uh-huh. <laughs> for my university. Does that transfer well? Like, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, because, um, the university I want to go is not a Japanese university. It's, mm. um, actually, um. American University, so I can get an American degree, mm-hmm. and like all the classes are in English, so it's easier for me, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you're going to go back to Japan and take classes that are in English <laughs> in university? In university. Again, yeah. 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 Okay. But have way better food choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless they have American food, too. Yeah, fair. I guess, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited to come back. Also, uh-huh. I'm really sad about leaving Canada because I just made a like half of my life here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. And also, it's like the hardest part of being an international student. Like, um, I had a lot of like international students, um, and I had to say goodbye to everyone the end of the semester and it was really painful mm-hmm. yeah i had a uh, two roommates like 
one was from Italian, one was from Spanish, and they were staying with me, mm-hmm. and it was really fun. And n- now I don't have any limits here, so. But you have people all over the world that you can visit, now, <laughs> yeah. right? That's yeah. I really, I'm really. Privileged. If you think about it that way, yeah. Yeah, I'm really privileged. So, do, are you able to um, Skype or uh, Facetime with your family? Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is. The, I think the that's an interesting game changer. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. If I imagine like writing a letter <laughs> for them, it's like mm-hmm. so much different. Yeah. Yeah. So. When you get back to Japan, do you know what you're going to be studying? Um, what are you aiming for? I'm not sure yet about that, but um, I really love music, so I want to like study more. And also, like, um, I want to try taking an audition uh-huh. or something like that. I just want to try something new. What is your experience with music? Because you obviously play piano. You played Ronda Ala Turca at what? the Live at Lunch oh, Turkish yeah. March. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember. First, that was the first Live at Lunch. <laughs> I was really nervous. The Mozart piece. My yeah. fingers were like shaking. <laughs> so you, you obviously took piano lessons to some yeah, extent. I did. Uh-huh. And that's where I started. Because like, I did a piano lesson. And I did like the singing lesson at the same um, teacher. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of, I mean, I've always loved music, like since when I was young, but that's kind of where I How long started. have you been playing piano? Um, it's like five years, I think. You've yeah. been playing for five years? Yeah, but uh-huh. I don't go to lesson anymore, so I don't really like learn new songs. Right. I can just play Turkish words <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not gonna forget that's that that's not an easy song to play <laughs> yeah no, it's very fast yeah. yeah but I one thing I love like being in Delview student is like we have a live at lunch yeah we don't have in the other school so it's a great op- and, and lots of kids take on the opportunity mm-hmm. to just put themselves out there yeah which is incredible yeah because uh yeah it's amazing how many kids show Mm -hmm. up at live and lunch and what i mean we have our regulars and then there's (laughs) always some new people yeah wanting to try and also international students are trying that too so yeah like well yeah that's right Mm -hmm. which is like really putting your yourself out there yeah which is a huge thing to do. and But once you've done it once, then it mm-hmm. becomes easier and easier and easier. Right? Yeah. I still get nervous every time, though. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so do I every time I perform. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've always thought, you know, I want to challenge myself and then try it. And then once I try it, then that's one less thing mm-hmm. I have to worry about. So at least I have <clears throat> some a bit of confidence, right? Even though I do, yeah. I do get nervous before every time. Yeah. When you... Like challenge something and you gain a lot of confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I like. So probably taking drama that second year oh, you were so here was really really helpful for you. Yeah, yeah. at first, like, um, because I signed up for musical theater. Like they have like a multiple theater things, right? And um, I got in theater company because like musical theater was like they were not enough people. 
mm-hmm. to run the course. Right. So I got in theater company. And I remember I like went up to Mrs. Chirpin and I was like, I don't want to act. I don't want to do acting. <laughs> Is it okay if I'm just doing like singing? Because I like, I like singing. And he was like, okay. And then I end up with acting. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay. But I like it. It's really fun. Are you in Urinetown too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm looking forward to that one. The yeah. premise sounds ridiculous mm-hmm. and I hilarious. Know, right? yeah. yeah. Very funny. It's like kind of embarrassing to ask my friends to come. What? <laughs> Do you want to come to Urinetown? <laughs> it's a funny title. Yeah. That tells you right away it's going to be a funny show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If the show was in June, my parents could have come. Oh. Because they would come for my like grad and like we would just travel before I come back to Japan. So, right. Yeah, but it's in March. In cool. two weeks, yeah. So everybody go see You're in Town. It's going to be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. It's ready to go, right? Not really. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> we need a lot of practice, I think, yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. but it will be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got a brand new set. Yeah. Awesome. It's exciting. Yeah. It's my last show, so. It is your last show, <laughs> which will be very sad, but it is you sad. Know, we'll move on and then we'll come visit you in Japan. Okay, cool. Because I want more Genki Sushi. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, Genki Sushi's, uh, what's it, Kaiten Sushi? Yeah. Where they have, um, oh, it's, it's so awesome. You press buttons mm-hmm. and you order it, and then it comes shooting down the, like a railroad track. <laughs> I don't it's know how to describe it. So good. It ma- every time it makes me excited. I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Because you order something, it comes shooting out <laughs> on these tracks, yeah. and then you grab it, and then there's like, it's like prizes for mm-hmm. like if you like when you return your plates, that's incentive for returning your plates. <laughs> you put your plates in mm-hmm. uh, to get washed, and then I think the more you put in, the more prize um, yeah. prizes you get, points you get. Participatory dining, I love oh, it. It's like the prize, usually like the prize will change with like the color of the plate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So right. Kind of interesting. Yeah, because different colors are uh, different amounts of money. Yeah. So different costs. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll have a sushi that's a bit more expensive, but yeah. nicer quality sushi. And then you put that in, you're like, oh, I got more bonus points. Yeah. They sometimes have like even like ramen or udon at sushi restaurant. So it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you have Mr. Kung's attention. <laughs> oh, I miss all that. I miss I know, all that I food. I miss that too. Yeah. And not too expensive either. Yeah, I know. I think we do have one here, but it's extremely expensive, of course, Mm -hmm. because it's a novelty, right? Yeah. So, yeah, when I'm in your area, (laughs) I'll let you know. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll visit Canada too, so. Good. Yeah. I will go, I will come to watch like another show. (laughs) Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good to have friends in lots of different places in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in today, Akari. It's been a thank you. It's been fun talking to you and getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, you started off being that quiet little girl sitting in the corner making this amazing game. <laughs> to look at you now, you're doing live performances, and we can come see you in 
musicals and mm-hmm. that's awesome. And you're in a musical called You're in Town. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thought you'd be you'd get this far? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good talking to you. You too. Thank Thanks you so much. Thank you.